Sanders pitch. A swing and a high fly. Deep left center field. It is gone. Bally Sports Cleveland. Tom Hamlin. Guardians walk it off Saturday in 15 innings with a walk-off. Got the whole state feeling excited. I know Andy's excited. We're back um, on baseball playoff high point. Uh, so NFL's gearing up pretty good. Baseball's in the playoffs. College football's heating up. And basketball starts in a week or so. What's up, Andy? Oh, just here to not talk about baseball. Uh, I thought you would like that opening. Anymore. Uh, you know. Yeah. I, I wish it was the Indians. I, I, I don't want to say bad things about the Guardians, but uh, they just aren't my team anymore, and I'm, I'm a non-baseball guy now. I thought you would enjoy that opening clip. I think the yeah, well, it's 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 nice to hear the voice of the you know Indians announcers, and I don't know why they've sold out just like the franchise. But Tom, Tom Hamlin they, is a great people, announcer. People, people got to keep their jobs, and I'm just trying to keep mine here at Bleacher Seats Podcast. Yes, and then follow us on Twitter at BSB Seats Podcast on Instagram, Bleacher underscore Seats underscore Podcast. How was your weekend of football? Uh, not good. I mean, obviously, you seen what the Steelers' performance was against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, it's classic. You know, best best team in the NFL, Buffalo. But you'd like to see a better performance out of the Steelers when they open the game with a kickoff. They get a tackle on the two-yard line. But yet, it's just a play that gets 98 yards. And then you're like, well, my Sunday's done. It uh, went bad real quick. And it honestly could have been worse. It could have been yeah, wor- It should have been worse well, than 10 nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it could always be worse. Uh it, it started off bad and just never got better. Kenny Pickett looked... I mean, it's hard to say no, he looked I thought, I thought Pickett looked fine. I don't think that he's, like... Obviously, he's not going to be where all these other great quarterbacks in the NFL are, but he drove the ball in the game. They just couldn't score any points. Najee Harris know, has they, to go. I, they... They missed two field goals. It's it's like I explained to people. It's like, oh, I'm happy that we're actually at the logo at the middle of the field. Like, when I see the logo at the middle of the field, I was like, oh, we probably got a couple first downs. And the Steelers right. were, you know, possessing the ball for once. I didn't actually see what the time of possession was for them in this past game. But, yeah, they only got three points. They lose 38-3. It's done. One of my big questions is, is it worth them even bringing Watt back for this season? No. That quick answer, no. Not at all. Why? And uh, developing stories this week uh, came out that Watt has now opted to have like a little cleanup on his knee. Yeah. So even if he was going to come. What? I saw that. Yeah, so even if he was going to come back after six weeks, it's probably going to be further, what? and it's going to go past the bye. And if they're they're out of it, so why why even bring him back? Let's be at honest, this though. Point? 
every or no sane Steelers fan thought this season was more. This was a rebuilding season in the first place. Yeah, but they also told us the last two or three were mud. You know, when Big Ben blew his elbow up three years ago, they said that 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 one was done, and they almost made the playoffs. And then uh, they the following year started eleven and zero and made the playoffs. And right. then the year after that, they were no good. But Big Ben still took them to the playoffs again. So, but what we were led to believe that is like, well, that's that's a weak quarterback. He can't do anything. I'm 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 starting to see like Big Ben. He's he's Hall of Fame. Like well, tomorrow, he brought this team to the playoffs. And but going into this season, everybody may seem like, well, if they could do it with Big Ben, they can definitely do it with one of these young guys. And I I drank that Kool Aid. And I'm starting to see that it's not the the picture that it was, and and, no. and I'm a fool too for believing in that. But then part of it isn't even like the quarterback or offensive fault. You have the highest paid defense in the NFL, and they're getting torched. Well, week. I mean, and I, I don't want to hear JJ or TJ Watts out. I mean, one player. And I don't want to, and I don't want to hear that either, because you can't. Just like you can't rely on one guy on offense, even though it may be a quarterback, you can't just rely on that guy making everything right work. And if and if if that is the case, then he needs to walk in and say, "Hey, pay me some more money." Because in reality, like for a defensive end like him, you're only going to have at the most maybe two huge impactful plays. Where well, I mean. But you got to look at it, it on a bigger picture. Is that they're just going to block him? Oh with no, three I, guys, yeah, two three guys, and then you're going to be able to to get pressure from the other side, which did work early on. The game, the one game that he played, or one and a half game, like the uh, Highsmith from the other side, three sacks, uh, lead leading the league, and Heisman's at like five and a half now, but he's only got two and a half sacks since Watt's been out. So it's it's been a pretty disappointing thing. And yeah. on the back end, like you can get you can get some coverage if if you're pressuring the quarterback and it kind of, you know, makes it blind that these guys can't cover. I, I also, will say – Go ahead. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick should have had an interception on the second big touchdown of the Buffalo Pittsburgh game. Uh, he had the ball and he tried to run with the guy. I think he just said it fell to the ground, just like oh, and waited it and and possibly could have been an interception. But uh, hey, this guy's trying to make plays. Yeah, I turned that game off after the second quarter. I, I will say I just don't think Najee Harris is the answer for you guys. I mean, we talked we talked about this a couple of weeks, and I was talking to Big during the game that I I think the backup uh, is just he, he kind of does better things, and I think it might be a, a bus on the pick. Like he ain't chub, like he's not, not even that. You see, like Saquon Barkley 
or some of these running backs that they thought he was going to be. And I'm not saying that he's not a guy that can do things, but he's going to need a lot more around him mm-hmm. to or you needs- know, improve the situation for him. Like, he's he he's not a guy that you're going to be able to build the team around. No. And if early assumptions are the same about Kenny Pickett, which I'm still that boat hasn't landed on either side, but like, are we going to try to build a team around two guys that aren't guys to build the team around? Right. It's going to be a tough situation. The thing with Najee Harris is so many of these young running backs right now, you see him breaking tackles and there's just no extra effort from him. It seems like. And and the other thing that worries me and, and, and I watch enough games to be like, Ooh, they talk about how hard it is to run in the NFL, but yet I see like the Raiders last night are just running the ball all over the place, but they're just not able to win games either. But Browns have been running the ball successful too. Yeah, but they they aren't able to win games no. either. So you know it's a passing league. Uh, what well, I feel like is it, Stefanski hates Nick Chubb in the fourth quarter and in the red zone. Well. I mean, I don't get to watch a lot of Browns games to have an assessment on it. Um, Did I? I think, I, if anything, I I think they, they need to work in Kareem Hunt more. Mm. And But, you know, it's, it's weird how you say, like, oh, they don't use Chubb enough, which I think they use – if they use Chubb so much that they should be using Hunt even more to – you know, give him a break, and, oh, I, and I, so I think then you're probably right. They don't use Chubb enough because he doesn't get tired. Like yeah. he should walk off the field like throwing up. Right, and I I think they could use Hunt more too. I they kind of like I feel like Stefanski always goes in with the game plan of trying to prove something. Yeah, I mean he 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 runs the game like he's still an offensive coordinator. Right. Doesn't yeah. realize that he's a head coach of the NFL. Or he, it's or like he, you don't have to do anything fancy anymore. You don't have to, you know, change the game. Like no. you have the guys and you're there on what you need to do, especially with a quarterback like Brissett. Because I don't think Brissett's lost any of these games. No. Every time I see it or hear about it, it's always. Like, well, we could we just could have could have ran the ball, and and they they don't. And their defense isn't helping them any either, honestly. And especially, I think you know the Chargers catch. He's been debatable if he even knows how to make a decision, right? To you know win a game because he always is going for on fourth downs. He's always analytics you know, going for two point conversions and stuff. Just like the Raiders, that's what the analytics said: go for two. So. I mean, another tough loss. Did for the uh, Browns. did your fantasy um, team make that comeback? What's that? Did your fantasy team make that comeback? No. Uh, uh, if you didn't see Waller, <laughs> I think he might have played one play, and he stood on the sideline. And that's why he's if on I, my If bench. I got points for a guy standing on the sideline, <laughs> I probably would have won. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, he got hurt. I I don't know that the logistics of it or anything, but getting more back into the Browns and Steelers, we had the Bengals Ravens yes. Sunday night game. Justin and Tuck has never missed an NFL kick. Is that true? Justin Tuck, 
Tucker's never missed an NFL kick. It it seems that way. Oh, well, they'll make it sound that way, and they really did. And I was like, I've seen this. I honestly might have seen, like, all Justin Tucker's misses. (laughs) Because anytime I watch, he misses. But then I see his percentages, and I'm like, well, have I just seen all the misses? Right. It's like, oh, he's made his last 32. Oh, his last miss was in... Like, oh, he's made his last 32. Oh, his last miss was in Pittsburgh. Well, but my big thing is, glad the Ravens won. Uh, I think the I root for the Ravens as sad as it makes me feel. Can we reference? Because we, I don't want the Browns and Bengals to have any sniff of the AFC North because it, it's been a Steelers-Ravens division, and they haven't even uh, put enough in to start. Right winning this thing so can we uh talk about my super bowl prediction of ravens cowboys still looking pretty solid oh yeah thanks to uh the texas lord and savior cooper rush well a lot of people are saying that it's time to trade Dak prescott i mean what i i would rather get rid of zeke first but there's no probably no market for zeke I know Pollard's a pretty strong running back for them. I mean, I think I said this before, that one of the main things that they need to do is it's not a a Dak Prescott thing. They need to continue running the same type of offense that they've been running because the defense has been strong. I mean, Micah Parsons is an animal. Like, they just... If there's one person I seem better than T.J. Watt, and I haven't really said anybody is, because most people say you know Aaron Donald is, but I don't think Aaron Donald's better than T.J. Watt. It's but definitely Micah not. Parsons it's, is an animal, yes. and he's only in his second season. You put him anywhere, he gets to the quarterback, he blows everything up. It's crazy. Uh, most people are saying that Dallas has the best secondary in the league. And their defense is good. I think if you get Prescott back in there and open up your offense a little bit because you trust him a little more, I mean, you have to play him because he's getting paid. Um, But you don't go full out. I mean, it could be a team. I mean – I mean, the Cowboys are on my surprise list. I mean, the NFC East is on my surprise list. It's it's a tough division. I mean, not really. I mean, it's just top-heavy because Washington is Washington. Is Aaron Rodgers regretting in that he get bamboozled? Is Devontae Adams regretting? I mean, what I'm saying, who's it on? I don't know. They made him believe. They made Aaron Rodgers believe that Devontae Adams was probably still going to be there. Oh, and probably. Aaron Rodgers was the better man and said, "Like, oh, I, you know, right, absolutely." I, yeah, Aaron Rodgers doesn't look. I think like, if Aaron Rodgers knew that Devontae Adams wasn't going to be there, that he wouldn't be there. Yeah, he does. He not just look maybe like, he'd be playing for your Broncos. He looks so unmotivated in this season. Like, during the games, he just looks so, oh, let's get this over with and get on out of here. Well, I mean, when you do your job over and over and you're so good at it, like, you can half-ass it. I guess. But, but... Uh, so, but you're not, you 
would want Aaron Rodgers over Russell Wilson, right? Um, do I get the ayahuasca Aaron Rodgers or this Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I think both are good. I mean, I think he's just to a point. Is like, it's well, looking like the what one. Are on, these guys going to do what I do? It's looking like the Aaron Rodgers on drugs is better than this Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, he's been on drugs, and mm-hmm. I don't even it's drugs. And you know, I, I've always been a, asking the question: is like, why is he allowed to say that he did drugs? Right, but it never comes up that it just, it's like it's went a over. problem. But my guys, I had a lot of guys. I got a hundred games worth of suspensions, probably, of guys smoking weed. So, yeah, I, I guess if you could actually say the word, we don't suspend, but. Atawaska or whatever funny. it is. It just got brushed over you don't so get quick. Suspended for it. It got but you up. don't want to talk about Russell Wilson. Who? And now he's going to cost you $264 million. And I don't, I, they're making up excuses that he's hurt now. Did you happen to see the last play of the Texas A&M game? Yeah. Why? Bad pass. I mean, it's bad play. No, I'm just joking. I, I, I have no clue what's going on with Denver. We were just talking off air about how next Tuesday after the uh, Broncos-Chargers games might be a rough one. They, I don't know. They look so lost, they can't score to save their lives. I, I know mean, their defense, their defense has to be one of the top-notch defenses of all time, I think. But who have they it's played? It's just they can't score points. But who have the defense have played? Geno Smith. Um, who's no? They're uh, Seattle's one of the top scoring offenses in the league. I know, I know, I know. But it's still Geno Smith. I'm just saying, like, and then they played uh, Houston with David Mills for David. Okay, and then obviously Matt Ryan, who his offensive line, my God, the, why even show up? Well, and this is my some of my thoughts already is like. Why isn't Denver winning games? Like honestly, this, Derek they Carr got is this guy. Like, do you think they could have won more games with Drew Lock? Derek Carr is the best quarterback they've played so far this year. Yeah. So and like he's getting he's getting uh, the the Tom Brady treatment, right? And meanwhile, did his... you see that they called that uh, roughing the passer? There was that one, and then there was when, the one in the uh, Atlanta game too. Well, yeah, against Brady. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, like, how do you, like, the guy gets sacked, and the ball taken away from him, and they're, they're calling, uh, roughing the passer. Is that where we're at Yeah, now? apparently this weekend, that's where we landed on. And it's one of the, it's one of those things where, I feel like anytime the defensive lineman rolls over with the quarterback, they're going to start calling that. And, and it. It, it got heated up by this Tua thing, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. And did you see what happened in that game? Is like one play in, and Bridgewater got hit, taken to the ground, looked like I heard about whatever. It. it was like, oh, yep, now we're on concussion with him, too. And I watched, uh, watched 10 minutes of the Pittsburgh game, and that was it for football. And that's all you watch? Yeah. Football the whole weekend. Well, no, Saturday I watched football. Saturday was stressful. That was a stressful day. Well, what do you mean it was a stressful day? Because Michigan was, Michigan was struggling in the first half, and then you got the Guardians going. That was going. Saturday. That's why I said Saturday was a stressful day. 
Oh my God! You were out shopping. That's why it was stressful. We were doing a little bit of that too, but I was still watching. Well, the you games. said it was errands, errands, errands. Yeah, I so. mean, still like anytime you get well, to, like you, the fifth... you still pay the bills the old way. Like, oh, we gotta run down to the post office. Yeah, put don't it, you put it? Put it. How much does stamp cost? Is this? I don't know. Fifty-three cents. Oh, I gotta put it fifty-three cents on our uh, our electric bill. Uh, That's hey. wild. Maybe we'll uh, be able to afford a, a pebble off the ground if if we invest this penny today. I don't know. What are, what kind of errands are you running? We had to uh, actually had to get a haircut. Um, oh, well, that and you had the driver. No, no, Miss Daisy. No, Gavin had to get a thing for picture day. Oh, we took okay. Gavin to pick out uh, decorations for his playroom to decorate for Halloween. Oh, well, you get to use some of your LeBron James decorations. Why? He, we get we have him a little budget. He, Apparently, he's dressed up as the greatest player of all time. Oh, I didn't my know. <laughs> Spe- Michael or Kobe could have been behind that. I don't know. Speaking of LeBron, you watch the uh, Redeem team documentary uh, yeah um i it's just gonna have been called uh kobe bryant uh, memorial playing for the usa it it really was like they played him out to i mean obviously it might have been how it went down but it kind of seemed like he was the savior of that team which and is i disagree fine i mean but still um I mean, did you see the game? the The game when they needed it, it was uh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, absolutely. Who they, who they like were like, no, nah, we don't even want to be on the team. We don't know if he can even play anymore. Uh, they did. I and he was like five years in the league. Dwayne Wade was talking about like how much they were worried about coming out to Chicago for his workouts. I did enjoy some of the behind the scenes looks at it or reasonings, but. I swear, like, hearing Coach K drop the F-bomb so many times is like hearing a little kid cuss. You know, there's there's been a couple things over the years, though, too, that have made me mad. Like, when it's, when the rumblings of, like, Coach K, like, retiring, like, then I actually started to like him. Like, like I did like, the one of the best things I did like LeBron saying is, like, when you live in, you know, the area that we live, and he's like, you don't like Duke. You don't like the Yankees. Yeah. Even though I think he likes the Yankees. He does I like mean, the Yankees the, and the The Cowboys. only thing he stared away from was the Cowboys, and I'm pretty sure he sucks cock on that, too. Oh, he's a huge but, Cowboys fan. Yeah. But, like, I, I kind of liked the catch, K when he did start coaching the USA basketball because that got away from like the Duke thing. I right. still hate him at Duke. Oh but, yeah. You know, I started picking him a little later in the uh, NCAA tournaments and uh, Duke won me a little bit of money. Nice. It, um, it was cool to hear like his perspective on the team and how right. and I liked how he like brought these guys and like, Oh, how am I going to, get these guys relatable. These are the, yeah. 
the top guys of all time and he brought in you know the the veterans and and some people still serving and and telling right. me stories that was, that was and saying good. like oh this is what you're going to be playing for at a time where i honestly thought like why did they even need to do this like usa basketball uh some of the in-depth that they did on that was like why weren't we winning like and, right and i went back to 2004 i was just graduating 2003 and i was like well, we always win, you know? Yeah, that was... And, and I never really understood that, like, a lot how the guys didn't want to play because, you know, they, they said, like, the guys that played in 96 and 2000, you know, the Shacks and yeah, uh, all those guys didn't want to play because they were worried about terrorists. That was, yeah, going into 2004, and, and, yeah. I never thought about that. It's was like, hey, you know, why would you want to go play in the Olympics? And then I... And then the, like, hear, like, Wade and LeBron and uh, Mello be like, well, they wouldn't even put us in the games. Right. I mean, they were in rookies. In 2004, and LeBron's like, well, I'm never playing again. But, you know, going into 2008, he's like, well, I'm a fucking guy, and I'm I'm dominating, but then I didn't like how they pitted it, like LeBron versus Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, that was Kobe's like that. the dog, and and everybody else wants to go out and have a good time, and they come in, and now this is all of a sudden what we're fucking doing. I, like, I, what, I, when are we going to get a documentary about LeBron being like, "Well, I've done this my whole fucking life, and I'm probably going to be the leading scorer in NBA history." I feel like they tried to force a friendship or force a narrative into like either like oh these two superstars came together. Yeah, pat, but know? I mean, if anybody knows, like Kobe respected LeBron before right. LeBron even got into the NBA. But it's like you pick up a repository in two thousand two or two thousand three, and no, Kobe came to LeBron basketball games and maybe one at the field house. He gave him some, like, Shaq. USA shoes or something. Yeah, and then Shaq came to one at the field house. Shaq was down there, too, at one point. Yeah. Like, like this this thing is, is like, it, but what about some of the other guys that were hold on the team? My thing, like my, hold Red on. Why, like, was, why was Carlos Boozer such a main focal point of the well, interviews? You know, that's a, that's the funny thing. Is like Boozer was a guy in that era, but just as much as like a guy would be in this era. Like they still have to have the big men because those yeah. European teams like still have guys that play the post game. I know, so but it was just like like, uh, like I think like Tyson Chandler was on the team. Yeah. I and, like, oh, who else? You, know, you, you got to have a guy that can guard a big guy. There was someone but else, I, but like Dwight Howard was on there too, and I was like, why is? Like, yeah, and they didn't have. Dwight, no. you know why I think more that is it's it's an ego thing. Like Dwight was more of a uh, oh I'm a I'm a star, and and his career kind of fizzled out probably faster than he thought it would, and and, and he played with Kobe and he played with LeBron. But it's weird because like, he well, was I'm just not good enough for this shit. But he wasn't bad when the Lakers Boozer, won. I think Boozer was willing to say more about it than what Dwight Howard because I think Dwight Howard is like so big on his ego that he's like well 
you know, I'm still as good as these guys. I came right. out of high school. I, like I'm just, I'm on their level. While Boozer went to Duke for four years and respects. Oh, there it was. That was the Coach K. The- yeah, that Coach K connection probably too. Even though they didn't show that in the documentary, right? Is that he he probably told the guys if they thought something was dumb, he'd be like, "No, don't do that." And I think the the those guys being younger would respect that coming from a guy like no this guy he's been like a father to me and and you know how that could hit on lebron's heart at that point in his career right i yeah i thought overall it was a good little documentary piece it was very like kobe saved the day type of thing. kobe and dwayne what Wade. i was disappointed in is it didn't tell me anything that i didn't know yeah um and I in the in the beginning, you know, they they wanted to talk well, up Dream Team again because you know we can't do anything anymore false unless narrative. we talk about Jordan, yeah, and all that. That was the first the team to time, come. It was the they, first pro team. There was. They were the first team to come the, out pro, the, as a pro. Like the, they were the, the redeem team was better than them. They probably were. Like for the but, to to do with against the competition they play with, like when the first dream team came out, wasn't that like the first years that we started sending NBA players? Right. Uh. Yeah. And no way. Uh, and the international movement wasn't going on in the NBA, so all these other yeah, countries. But weren't, then they said that it was like a business move, and yeah. But whatever, what whatever it was. Uh. But you want to talk about it playing? Great. And why can't we bring our guys? Like, why do we always have to, like, oh, we're supposed to handicap ourselves? Like, right. we can't bring our best basketball players? You want to talk about basketball players? how we joke about Jordan playing against, like, plumbers and garbage men. That, was, like, literally was probably the definition of that dream team, who they played against in the Olympics. Like, but that, all right, but then go ahead. I'm I just... want to get off of that and go to that gold medal game against Spain. Yeah, okay. With Pau Gasol, but yeah. even like that preliminary round game where like Kobe's like, I'm going to run through right. Pau. Now, I like that. That was nice. And I like that. But then that, but I think that spiked up Pau for the <laughs> next game. Oh, of course. And then he every talk- time he was like dunking, and I didn't even see Pau Gasol dunk that many times in his career, but he got above the rim so many times, but it looked, every time he was running out of the court, it looked like he had like a turn in his butt. It's like, that just took all my energy out of it. Well, that's what but I like. They got to that game, and they never went away, and, no. and Kobe and LeBron both got fouls during that game. They had two fouls each, and, I think, yeah. And they were saying, like, that. this might have been one of the best games of basketball I ever played. Yeah. And the one thing about it is, too... Oh, what was I going to say? Um, dang, I forgot. Yeah, but that was that was a good game. I just drew a blank as soon as I was thinking about it. But, yeah, that was kind of like even LeBron said. He wasn't nervous, but he was just like, man, these guys won't go away. Chris Bosh said he was nervous. Well, and I, I liked Bosch. I like Bosch being involved because I think Bosch has gotten swooped away in the NBA of like how he was. But I did like the behind issues, the scenes but stuff. Like, like, but he was like, I just had to find my role on this team, and this in this game, I'm just going to become a defensive player, which 
is what LeBron's taught to all his guys right. throughout his career. And then, like, Kobe shows up one summer to play for USA, and he's like, well, I'm going to play defense. Well, maybe if you yeah. played defense, you and Shaq could have had that four-peat. I, I like some of the behind-the-scenes logic between Coach K when he took over and made them learn the international game and adapt to the international way. Well, that was uh, Carlangelo. Yeah. That was like, well, I definitely got to give him credit. And then we're going to do this. And he's like, well, I got, I'm, I'm only doing Coach K, and that's it. And then here we go. And it, it worked. It but, did. It definitely uh, did. You know, I, and, and the, I, one of the things I did like about it was like showed why like LeBron and Carmelo and Dwayne and, uh, Chris Paul are all friends. They right. said they played cards for 35 straight days. Every day know? for 45 minutes or so. 45 minutes to three hours, I think. Like, so, yeah, you developed those bonds, and that's why. So no wonder they became friends, and they were all like, I remember like LeBron's like, I don't want to commit. Like, But that started from the summer. beginning. Like, I just want to go hang out with my friends right. and stuff. Oh, like, when they were 19 years old going back Yeah, back and home? nobody yeah. Like, thinks about that. What were you doing? You're 19 years old. And I think part of that started with Cangelo, um hired Coach K to be the national team coach off the bat and said, like, this is the coach for the next four years at a time instead of hiring a different coach or picking a different coach at each for the FIBA, for Olympics, you know. So that right. kind of developed with getting that chemistry, just like the guys playing cards every night. Once you're around – same people, the same program, the same routine every day. That's what really turned the corner. Hopefully, they can keep it going with the next group of young guys. How much money do you think they bet on these card games? Oh, this was in 2000, probably about 2007, 2008. Do you think it's, do you still think there's guys like taking on like $600,000? Oh, there was definitely some good money laid down. I guarantee it. And then they were in Vegas too? Like the, yeah. the amount of money that they were talking about that one night when they went out to the club and then came back as they were coming back into the hotel room, Kobe was going out to work out at like five thirty in the morning or something. And then everybody else came. <laughs> but Carmel's like four thirty and like no. Yeah. Well that's why you're the one that didn't win the title. Yeah, that's why the one <laughs> you're like really the first one out of the league too. But it, it is insane to think about like that team coming out like you're going up against like Dwight Howard's coming off the bench and some of these guys coming off the bench and you're just like what Dwayne Wade's coming off the bench in a championship game but yet there was doubts about that team winning a gold medal hey can we do a 20 what I need a 20 second timeout oh yeah, yeah. we can take a 20 second timeout I gotta piss go ahead fast. it was like the introduction to the international players up and coming when they were bringing up, like, Dirk and Powell and those guys, Manu. Oh, yeah. A lot of people and forget they, how dominant Manu was. getting hurt in the game. And yeah. People forget Manu was a problem at first. Cause he was, well, I mean, that Spurs team was a problem. And they had Parker, Ingenuity, and then with Duncan. Like, that team was, like... They were so fundamentally sound and fundamentally yeah. skilled. 
It just wasn't something we had seen since. And they probably, probably would have won more. That Western Conference at, at that point oh my gosh. had, you know, the Shaq and Kobe. When that was starting out with the Duncan and, and those guys, but then you had the... The Sacramento uh, teams? The Sacramento Kings. Portland? Spacia Stoyakovic and... Port, uh, Portland with Rasheed Wallace and Damian Stoudemire, Scotty. That well, that was yeah the Portland team too with Sub- Sabonis, Sabonis, and all that. Oh, that team! Like, was there so was good. a lot of teams. Those playoff series used to be like those. Were, oh, they were great. I'm gonna say that was I prob- watched them because I, I was a Shaq guy, so like I watched them, and I hated Kevy. So. Whenever anything went bad, it was it, yeah. it was on Kebby. That was probably the last of like the heavy physical playoff basketball. Because you just went into the, went into those like Sacramento versus well, LA. Well, speaking of heavy though, and maybe get a, a little off, but uh, Golden State. Oh, Draymond. Because they've kind of been dominating basketball. Yeah, and Draymond's now out here punching people. Yeah. What did you see the video? I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah, I, I seen the video. I I want to know why this is a big story. Uh, it's a big story because someone leaked the video. That's why. But it, it was a big story before that, and now it's a bigger story because we've seen the video. I just feel like anytime, like, anytime if you're not hear... playing enough sports to know, like fights happen in practice. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. It, so. People, I think this is non-story. I still feel like he should be suspended. That was at this point, Jordan. Okay, Poole, I, Jordan pulls a more important player. Uh, did Draymond get pushed? He was getting too. It looked like he was getting too close, and like Jordan Poole kind of was just like, "Hey, man." Well, I mean, up. I've heard that. I've heard that the uh, video is edited. Oh, have you? To where like they don't really show a lot what happened. Before reckless speculation. No, I don't know. But um, all I, I know is if if Poole pushes Draymond and he throws a punch, we should be, if I think if you push somebody, like you should always be prepared that somebody but, might oh, punch back. Oh yeah, but like at the same time, like if that person keeps getting too close to you, like you're just like pushing them back, kind of saying like, all right, man, I'm not trying to do this, but just get back. But I did, that's not how I. Then maybe the video that I seen did say that like eh. what i seen was like he like they were talking i didn't have any volume on the video that i, I don't watched. think there, i don't Walks think there was volume away, on it like he's still on the sideline yeah he comes back over to the pool and pool pushes them and then he just clocks him well it looks but, like there was a lot of words said in between so who knows what was said yeah, I mean, I, I there have, there was I, like uh, one speculation transcript out there that was I, basically Jordan Poole was saying like Draymond Green should change his Twitter name because he's about to be broke in Sacramento or something. So uh, whatever, I I mean, I don't have any problem with what happened. I yeah. mean, I think that this kind of thing happens. All I the think, time. yeah, it's crazy that it got out there. Like someone gave the video, like because you ha- that's in your team facility. Someone well, has yeah, to physically and, give and the video to TMZ. A little bit of the conversation of like, well, who's responsible for having this? And they should be fired. Or, I can promise you, there's probably it, only like five people or so who have it. I, I, 
I'm so tired of everything being like, oh, somebody has to be in trouble for something. People need to know that these are the kind of things that happen. Right. And, and guess what? It doesn't just happen at, in the NBA facilities. Like, you go to work, people get mad at each other. Well, we and see we're fights. we're just lucky that this doesn't happen more. We see fights on Hard Knocks all the time. Who was it? Aaron Donald. Did well, the that, same thing Miles Garrett did. And, and that's been brought up, too, is like, well, why can this guy do this? And why can this guy do that? Well, in reality, it's nothing. It's the people that make it an issue on social media. And it's like, oh, now we got to take care of this situation. This is sports. Do people not know that men play sports? They got hairy fucking nuts. They probably have an hairy, hairy asshole. Or they probably got an axe to fucking grind. And this is the only thing that might make them happy. And when they get pissed off... Like, they're I'm, men that want to yeah. fight each other. And I mean, Tom it Brady chose your friend. They're also somebody that can hug you at the end of the day, too. But when you piss them off in the heat of the battle, like this is the stuff that happens. Yeah, Tom Brady and chose just, football I'm over just, his uh, wife and kids. Like, if if women's sports wants to get better, then maybe it will because there's all be women's sports because well, yeah. we're not going to do anything. Let's just all be. Yeah. I I don't like it. I like yeah. it. I got you. It happens. It happens. Did uh... and I've been there and I've gotten fights and I've played baseball and ran over people and they wanted to throw me out of games but in the heat of battle it just goes right did you watch any college football the weekend college I did I did I did I did I did any big impressions there was a couple good games though I mean I don't know if there's good games but I I think there's a lot of scenarios that are playing out yes like we're about uh, to see a real shake shakedown the next couple weeks. Um, I'm I'm surprised that Michigan dropped, but I'm not sur- I guess I'm not surprised because uh, Clemson what beat it. Clemson struggled a little bit too. I don't know who NC they played. State that was two that, weeks ago or last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that. Well, I'm, let me tell you. I want to hear about your feelings about Michigan if they should have dropped out of the top four. Oh, I could care less. Well, I know you th- you could care less, but like you don't have an opinion of why they did or no. you think they should have. Eh, it's fine. I mean, it's all going to work itself out. I honestly, oh, I, it's not like it'd be different if we dropped from like four to eight or something, but it's like, okay, we play Penn State this week. So that's a good quality win. Puts us in position. And then... We coat not coast, but we still have Michigan State, and then it's just like okay, if we're undefeated, all that matters is we beat yeah, Ohio but you State see anyway. Michigan State, they're no good, right? But I'm saying like all that matters is like we get past Penn State, don't slip up, and then Ohio State game sorts itself out anyway. So, so where I what is the deal here though? To what are we like week six? What yeah, week six and a half if you count some of the other games. Like are they? We're coming up here two, three weeks where, like, the actual playoff is going to 
right. start taking it effects, they're going to start doing those rankings. Do you think they're just trying to shift? They the know. You don't think to, they like, know? Make talking points and exactly. Like, I've I've said know, this for the past. Three... Like, oh, but we always knew that Alabama was two. Or I've or, said this uh, for Michigan years. Should have always been four, but they like, know they know that stuff's gonna work itself out. So they make one or a couple moves here and there to get talking points up because they know at the end of the day. Alabama and Georgia is going to work itself out. Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Tennessee, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, Penn State. They know this is going to work itself out before yeah, but the title games. Thing is, that, is, is I don't know who number one should be, but if they were going to move anybody, I think it should be Ohio State. Shouldn't it have been Georgia still being number one? I think they've had. Yeah, I I think it should be Ohio worst State performances against the weakest teams like. When I when Alabama beats Texas A and M, I'm actually giving them respect. Now I I talk shit about Alabama all the time, how they don't play anybody. But the one team that I think that can always beat Alabama is Texas A and M, and they happens. came out with that win. I don't think they should have dropped this week. Yeah, I, I've I've seen plenty of weeks where they should have dropped. I guess, like, I could care less what happens with the top seven just because I know what teams and have I to think play each other. the most consistent team's been Ohio State. Ohio State and USC, to me, have been the most consistent. Well, but I don't think USC's played the opponents yet. They might not have, but... get it. Um, you know, I mean, they can only play who they play, but we'll see. They're still being hyped up. They're, um... What, we got Alabama and Tennessee this weekend. Who I, I got Alabama. I don't know if Bryce oh, Young's going to play. I definitely do. Uh... This this just reminds me of like a two year ago matchup where if, if Bryce Alabama, Young doesn't play though uh, Tennessee came in like four and one or five and zero oh and just got smoked. But even like, if Bryce Young doesn't play, yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen Tennessee play, but I, I for you know when if these other schools that take some time. To get the hype. Right. You know, Alabama used to suck. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they started building up, and then they got a Julio Jones, and even when they had Julio Jones, it was no nothing. But under Nick Saban, they, they had to build that up. I, I don't think Josh Heifel is building up Tennessee to – is it it's at Tennessee? I believe – yes, it is at Tennessee. Yes. Well, then, you know, maybe I mean, you never know, the but... checkered incense out oh. in something. But it's always fun. I don't know. I, I, I think some sneaky other stuff where I do think that could penetrate Alabama is Ole Miss um... and what Lane Kiffin's doing over there. Nick Just Saban, I think he's will never lose Lane Kiffin. They they lost Ole Miss before under the in that was under Lane Kiffin. Well, yeah, I but believe, I just don't. But, Nick Saban does not lose to his former coaches. I'm just saying, like if 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 Bama's going to lose, I don't think it's it's this week to Tennessee. But I think Tennessee has a chance, but I don't know why. They would win. Like I, I, I see Bama by fifteen at least. All right. So we both we both agree that Ohio State's been the most consistent team this year, right? Yeah, Who? and I'm not saying that that means they're the best. No, because 
They have like, family. Maybe there could be better teams. It's just they don't do it consistently. Ohio State's, you know, putting up 50 points every week, you know, holding the teams in the teens. You they haven't played I think, anybody. I think Michigan's you know, outscoring big game them. Was, what? I think Michigan's outscoring them in points per game. Well, if they are, I don't know how. Every time I look at a Michigan game, they're, they're winning like 30-something to 10. Well, one week. So you looked at one week. So who? All right, we're both on that front. Who is your most? Who? If there's a top ten team or so, who are you most concerned with or most overhyped in the top ten? Uh, I mean, I worry that it might be USC. Okay, fair enough. Um, you worry? I mean, I, I already. You'd be upset if the thought? UCLA thing. I think no. USC UCLA might be a game, and we'll see something. Like, do you know Chip Kelly coaches UCLA, right? Yeah. Okay, so I think they're a team. I was really disappointed to see Kansas lose this week. I know that was a good. That was a good little feel good story. But we then I was also I'd like, oh, maybe two TCU's yeah. back on the map. So TCU always uh, was fun. I don't know why, but like you see like TCU in the top ten, you're like, okay, like they usually have like a good defense or a good running game or something. So, so okay, so who'd you say was your most? You said USC. Yeah, I I, I worry about them. Uh, I I, I mean. I think Michigan's got some issues. We might be the most overrated team. There, we got we got to get more down the field plays. Like open up the not open up the offense. I know we want to be a running team, but we've got to have. I don't know if we have that well, threat the, right now. But this goes back to some of the things I was saying last week. Like, where's the problem going to be? Like, the only problem's going to be is if you when you're playing Ohio State. Like, well, right now, they beat everybody else in the Big Ten, right? Well, we'll see. We'll see this, this Saturday against Penn State. I, that, I mean, what does Penn State have? Oh, they're top ten. Yeah, but I'll tell you this. It's, it's, it's the most silent top ten team that I've heard in a while because I it didn't really know is. Penn State even had a program anymore. <laughs> like, I hadn't heard about them or anything. Until I'm snoozing on on Saturday, like trying to figure out like why does the Big Ten not have any good matchups? And, Trace and then I'm starting to hear about this, and it's like, oh, we're finally getting back into some football, right? All right, so I'm and I seen Penn State was number ten, and I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about them. Like, do they got a quarterback? Do they, is Saquon Barkley coming back? Playing celebrity or him and Trace McSwirly? I mean, I mean, I hope uh, Paterna is not back. <laughs> we'll find out this weekend. That's one of the probably the biggest one of the biggest games of the weekend aside from Alabama Tennessee. Who do you got winning those two games? And then we'll get out of I, here with that. I I mean I I think I got Harbaugh winning one of his what second games. Uh, I think. Harbaugh can win it by 10, okay. but he should win by 15, 20. But, so I got Harbaugh by 10, and I, I got I got Bama by 20. Yeah, I, I got Bama like, by... 
I just, I just have not. See, unless Pat Summit's coming back from the grave to catch the football team. Uh, I think I got Bama by 17. I got them by 20. And I'm going to take Penn State to cover the spread. And that's all I'm saying. Which is what? Seven right now. Ah, shit. That's a big spread. That's a big spread for that game. I got Michigan by 10. I I think. I, I think Michigan actually has the ability to I'm win by four. I'm at that spread. But I just know Harbaugh doesn't. <sighs> I'm still shocked at that spread. All right, we're going to get out of here on this. I know you don't care about baseball, but who's winning the World Series this year? I I mean, I don't want to – I don't want to be uh, – yeah, I'm not going to say the Dodgers because oh. everybody will say Dodgers. Um, you know, I I disrespect what happened with Judge and the home runs because I think Barry Bonds is the home run king, and oh, I don't yeah. think that anybody should give Judge respect for what they did. And I don't know. Uh, I can't even say that because <laughs> I don't even – know if the Yankees have pitching. I'm actually going to go, like, the way things have gone uh, in the way the Braves have just won so many games uh, to end the year, because they were, like, ten games back. But it, they were back in the June, Mets, though. And they had to, and, and the Mets won, like, 100 games, right? I think so. So to come back from that, I, I, I got Braves. Okay. And I'm going to have Braves-Yankees. Braves win 4-3. Nice. Indian just uh, got, Guardians just got a big double play. Nah. Um, they probably won't. Braves did lose today, by the way. So. To the Phillies? Yeah. They were down. It was like 7-1 to one in the bottom of the ninth, and they actually played it. Uh, I think they scored 5 and lost 7-6. to six. Well, what about that 15-inning game? That was awesome. It was stressful. Did you watch it all? Or I was like, in between. Like you were watching so, the uh, Wolverines, and you're like, oh, now I'm getting a whole other game of baseball. I was going back and forth, and then we left the house, and I was watching the Michigan game on my phone with the Guardians game on the radio. And then while Ashley was getting her hair done, Gavin and I went to the restaurant next door to watch Michigan and the Guardians. Then we got back in the car, and then we were trying to find Gavin a Halloween costume, and I ended up screaming at Party City because the walk-off happened. Nice. So, that was that day. But, yeah. So, are you going to be Francana driving down a street on a Vespa? That was awesome. As your Halloween costume? I don't know, but that was pretty awesome. Uh, One last thing. You should have been drinking and driving. (laughs) One last thing. Uh, We got NBA season coming up. Probably do a little NBA preview coming soon. Any big takes leading up to this season? Anything you're looking at? Uh, it snuck up on me. Is Anthony Davis going to be healthy? It snuck up on me quick. Like, I completely lost track of when the NBA started. Yeah, Anthony Davis is the huge question. I mean, that's my big my big thing. Okay. Is, is this – I mean, for me, it's only can LeBron play – an NBA season with Anthony Davis and can they get to the playoffs right. and be a threat? I think the and same questions can be asked of in Brooklyn. 
Westbrook fit into this situation. Yeah. On top of that, like... I think it's the same situation in Brooklyn. Can Kyrie and KD play a whole season together? Can Ben Simmons fit into those two? Like, if you want to talk about two almost identical teams leading up into the season. Yeah. And two, I, I might say... Not that I know much about it, because I just know how the Cavalier season went last year. Yeah, I'd I'd watch out for them. Yeah, like I think they're they're a two or a one. Like okay. I've seen enough out of the. Like I don't think uh, Boston's gonna run like they did. They I don't got think their, so either. Their issue with their coach, and we'll see. Uh, Philly. They've they've ruined that enough. So right. I, I'd look out for the Cavs yeah. to be a top seed to make the finals. I don't think they'll win. I think nah. I I automatically think the winner's coming out of the West. And we'll I mean, if, Cur- if Curry and all of them are still playing for the Warriors, guess what? They never needed the ramp. Yeah. They just had one miracle season out of a great player like LeBron. Like, he was the only guy that could ever do that. Jordan never would have done that. Yeah, and like I said, we'll dive into this more here in the next week or so, talk about it. So, quick little touch on it, Thou. We're going to get out of here, so make sure you all follow us on all your Instagram, Twitter, everything. Uh, Twitter at Podcast, Instagram, Bleacher, underscore Seats, underscore Podcast. Listen to us on iHeart, uh, iTunes, everything like that. Spotify, follow us there.